All right, folks, we're back with another edition of the Red and White Podcast. I'm your host, Evan, and here, as always, with my co-host, Dustin. How you doing, man? Living the dream, trying not to wake up. All right, so last week, it was Furman uh, Paladins, the Mighty Paladins of Furman. Pack surprisingly, had no problem with them. I think that's what everybody expected. Uh, gave up 16 points, maybe. Uh, you know, a couple, bunch of field goals and uh, kind of a breakaway touchdown. The good thing is we, we've seen that it is possible to kick a field goal on Carter Finley. Just not, <laughs> not for us. us. Yeah, yeah, not for us. <laughs> but I like Dave Dorman's comment after that game and said, well, he's still our kicker. I hope he's going to make one of these. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> that's that's uh, about the state of affairs here. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, you know, easy game for us. Running game finally got started, but do you take any solace in it since it was Furman? I mean, they were 248 on the ground. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's it's nice to see balance like that. I love balance. Um, and these are the teams that you have to be able to do that against to even have a shot against, you know, the FSUs and Clemsons that are coming soon so it's nice to see them go out and actually do what they're supposed to do have no problem doing it against a team that they should you know right yeah that's what i expected to i really liked what i saw from the running game i mean there was holes and, and such but you got to be able to do it against the the better teams uh, I, I liked Hines especially on the longer run he had a broke away for a touchdown it was a nice hole. He was a little patient in the run, and then he just hit it, and there's no catching him if he gets through that hole. We just got to make more holes. Uh, I mean, that's something that you know, you've been saying for a while. This year, the running games get going, and you can really see what it does. I mean, it kind of demoralizes the team if you can just control the control like that. Yeah. You know, the rest of it was fine. Can't kick a field goal. Finley was good. Jalen Samuels, all dude does is score. He made he made a couple catches, you know, the ricochet catch, the, the one where he got drilled across the middle. He, he's – I'm really curious to see what happens with Jalen Samuels and the NFL. Do they give him a shot? Is he too small? Are they going to put – you know, where does he fit? Oh, they're drooling over him, man. You think? Yeah, because they can do so much with him. So much I, more than we've done. Oh, man, I hope so. I, he just shows – he's just one of those guys that – scores i mean he's always been like that all he does is is do good he's just a football player he's, my granddad used to categorize people like as as something he's a ball player like that's it plain and simple he gets stuff done so uh when you're a ball player they'll find something to do for you yeah i can't i don't know where he'll end up or, or what position i mean but he'll score uh, i'm sure of that and we found yeah. that goal line back, I think, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, thankfully. Um, I, I was a bit surprised they kept giving him the ball, you know, on the, what was it, second and one, third and one, those situations on the goal. Mm-hmm. But it worked. He got in. Um, that's just what he does. <laughs> he scores yeah. touchdowns. Uh, only other thing of note from that game was Jalen McClendon, 67 yards rushing on six rushes. I mean, it was all fourth quarter action. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten in the game more this year. I mean, Finley's been playing great and not doing anything stupid, which is what we want to see, you know, control the ball. 
But you just thought McClendon would get a series or two in you know a Marshall game or a series or two in the Furman game before the fourth quarter, right? Right. Yeah, and we talked about that last week, but and I think we both thought he would see some action this or against Furman, but I feel like it that was still too late. Um, he just gets stuff done. I mean, he I think it was like six or seven through the air too, so it wasn't just a design runs or anything like that. I mean, the kid can play, so it's just a tricky situation where you've got somebody who's playing great at quarterback, but you've got somebody behind him that brings a benefit to the field. So I don't want to say, you know, throw him in a different position for a game, but because, because we need that reserve, but at the same time, he's, he's a great athlete and it kind of sucks not having him out there more, you know? I think it's his his only downfall or his major downfall, and we've seen this in his first two years, has just been decision-making. You know, not progressing through his reads and making questionable throws. I mean, you can kind of see that. He, he kind of, you know, and it's it happens. I mean, coming to high school, he just probably relied on his athleticism and his arm strength to, to win games. And, you know, he's he's got to learn that. So I think that's probably what it is, but you still – I don't know if they're worried about being one-dimensional if he comes in the game. Everybody knows he's going to run, like that sort of thing. But I'm not sure. I, I really don't know what it is, but I'm curious to see how that progresses throughout the year. Yeah, see, I don't know that we'll see him that much more. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I mean, Finley's just been so efficient. Yeah, I can see why it's hard to get him off the field. The offense, I mean, what was that game? While he was in, they scored in every drive but one. Yeah. And he, it's been like that for most of the year. I mean, the last the second half of the Marshall game, I think they scored every drive. I mean, it's he's he's efficient, and I think that's kind of plays into Dave Doran's style. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make stupid decisions, and you know, get it to your playmakers. And that's kind of what he's been doing. So, yeah, happy with the win. Uh, it's FSU week, favored by thirteen is the line, I believe FSU is. Yes, sir. They haven't played since the week one game versus Bama with all the hurricanes and stuff. Uh, Miami got postponed. You all, the Louisiana Monroe game got canceled. How, how are you feeling? It's it's such a weird game. Um, yeah. There's a lot of uh, – trying to think of the right term to use. Strange variables, I guess. Bama having two weeks off beforehand is just strange. Um, Francois not playing. So they're gonna they'll have a new quarterback making his first start against, you know, a D line that has been touted as one of the best in the country. I don't want to disagree with that. But at the same time we we haven't seen we don't have tape to watch of this guy, you know? So it's uh I think it's a crapshoot. And then you look at just different units, well, you got this young quarterback against our D line, but if he can throw, he's got a shot. And I don't know. It's so – I can't predict it really because what Florida State team is going to show up? It's not going to be the same one that played Bama. Yeah, so, no. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, we don't know. I was hoping they would kind of be emotionally spent after a Miami game. But, you know, that game obviously didn't happen. And, and I'm with you, like, I don't, we don't know what's going to happen with this quarterback. I mean, he was highly rated, and you know, FSU only recruits talent, and Jimbo's a great quarterback coach. But, you know, he's his first game starting, freshman, first home game. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things here, but, you know, also we don't have a great history of 
doing well against these quarterbacks. I mean, I remember was it when um, it was the heels a long time ago and they lost like three quarterbacks in one game. They put in a wide receiver versus us and he just ran all over. I mean, that was many ages ago, but our history versus backup quarterbacks is not very good. Right. So, so I'm, I'm just not sure. And it's just so hard to, to like, it's so hard to prepare against. I mean, he played what second half of the Bama game, but that game was over pretty much by then and against a you know an Alabama defense it's hard to see what he's really capable of so uh I don't know I don't know what to expect there I do know that it's Florida State is not one player so I mean they're still normal Florida State deep so it's not uh oh well no Francois so we're gonna win it's not that simple at all yeah one of the things for me with this Florida State team, and I said at the beginning of the year that this team was beatable because their offensive line just, you know, it's not very good. I think you saw they had problems. I mean, everybody has problems blocking Alabama, but I don't think I don't think there is uh, stable, and that's a big benefit to us if our defense shows to its potential that you know we've shown that it can do, but not consistently. So that's one of those things that I want to that, – that gives me a bit of hope. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think it's smart for us to say, hey, we're going to go down to Tallahassee and win. I mean, that just – that doesn't happen that often. Now, the majority of the fans, you know, I put it on Twitter a couple of days ago, how are you feeling about this game? And the majority of them are, you know, it's FSU. We're going to Tallahassee. Well, let's not get our expectations up. Like I'm with you though. I mean, I can see it going either way because this Florida State State team is not invincible, right? You know, and it's a noon game in Tallahassee. It could be nobody there. I mean, there's a bunch of things that could settle properly for us, but it's hard to hard for that to you know adjust my expectations. I will say, if you're looking for hope out there, the it's kind of I'm. I'm very firm in thinking that it's kind of a nightmare situation for this Florida State quarterback. Uh, like you said, their O line's not great. Our D line is very good. So if we can get a little bit of pressure and rattle him early, that will affect him for the entire game. That'll help against our sometimes lackadaisical secondary if he's not spot on with his throws. It's all mm-hmm. this game is all about defensive pressure. If, if the line can can hit him a few times in the first quarter, we've got a really good shot at winning. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. You know, we get Mike Stevens back and Dexter Wright back, and, and that should help the secondary. But again, you can't. We have to get some pressure on him. The D line has to get some pressure and and make him make some plays. I don't think they're going to have super success running the ball. It's just something we do well is fairly consistently stop the run. So make him throw, make him beat us throwing. So that makes that puts their weakness versus our weakness. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting to see how that happens and how you know we really show out. I don't know how how much we've shown. I don't know effort wise, or I'm not sure. You know we haven't clicked yet. You know obviously, and we so clicked in about seven years, dude. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I don't know, you know, I don't know what, what to expect there. I, I, we all know the potentials there if they put together, but at the same time, my confidence in Huxtable putting together a, a killer defensive game plan, not super high. You know, I, I don't, uh, I don't like it that much. You know, I, I think, you know, he sits back in his base defense and expects that to work. That's not going to work at FSU. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't want to say I'm confident. Against Florida State, in Florida State, right. or, you know, in Tallahassee, but I, I honest to God, think this is a game that we should win if we're at the level of taking that next step, like we think we are. Right. We've got a down Florida State team, more down than we thought we were going to have to start of the year without QB one. I mean, it's there. Yeah. If we want to, you know, make a statement, this is it. If if you lose yep. this game, I mean, it's. I don't want to say the seasons on this game, but this would go a long way in in making people recognize that NC State might be turning a corner, you know? Right. Yeah. Plus, they looked like shit against Alabama. They really did. Yeah. Everybody looks like shit against Alabama. But, you know, Alabama these last couple weeks, Colorado State gave them a run. You know, they haven't looked Bama-ish. If I had to take a guess, and this is a preview of our late segment, I, I don't know where they would be in my top five or my top four. Mm. How do you like that teaser? Mm. <laughs> I, I think we cover, we cover against Florida State. That's what I'll say. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we win, but also, you know, I, I would guess I would – lean towards us losing this game you think we cover just i mean i think we cover i think 13 uh, it's probably a 10 point game i think if we cover we win okay um if we i don't well let's see let me go over the scenarios we either get blown out we win and cover or we lose by a missed field goal oh christ (laughs) That's that's the three. It's got to be one of those I'd, three. I'm sure of it. I'd have a meltdown. Yeah, well, I'll get ready. Typically, what state does in the situation is we'll come down and we'll get at, we'll get down twenty one nothing, and then we'll come back and you know lose twenty four twenty one or something like that. I mean, it's just it like two years ago. They, I mean, they beat the absolute shit out of us down there. Yeah, like thirty eight nothing at half or something crazy like that. I mean, it was mm-hmm. terrible. So I think this is a different team on both sides, but uh, right, I don't know. I, it's a tough one to predict, man. I I don't know if we're too close to the forest to see the trees here, but I don't. I have no feeling whatsoever which way this one's going to go. Uh, I like Florida State in Raleigh. I don't like them there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the gist yeah. of it. But. All right, so we'll see what happens. Noon game, Tallahassee. Let's hope for the best here. That's all I can say. Offense needs to offense needs to to click, and the defense needs to not suck. How about yeah, that? That's fair. there's your analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also liked on um, this is going back to the Furman game. Dave Doran's post game press conference. He said, "Yeah, Bambar got some touchbacks, which was an improvement for him." You're like, oh my god! <laughs> so like he wasn't trying to kick him short on purpose. This is somebody was telling me. So he's been trying to kick touchbacks and kick them to the five. Okay, good to know. Speaking of pressers, I saw I watched part of Jimbo's, 
and he he made a statement that made me just kind of choke on my drink when he said that state doesn't give up big plays. <laughs> it's all we give up. Like, is he watching like last season's tape or what? Because there's or the th- yeah. Uh, coaches like to talk us up. I guess they talk other teams up to make it look better if they lose too. But yeah. they seem to say that a lot about us. I mean, I think it's the only thing we do is give up big plays. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, there's not many sustained drives. They're always big <laughs> plays. I'd love to see a coach come out and say, "Yeah, they just give up sustained drives constantly." <laughs> be, They've not shown they can balls. stop a drive, so I expect to run the game or run the ball the whole game. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. If anybody, if fun. it would have happened to any team, that would be said against us at some point. So, oh, absolutely. Like Fedora would say it. Yeah, well, it'd be like we're playing James Franklin in Penn State, and he'd say something like that. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, let's get into, let's take a look around uh, the league. How did your pick do last week? Who did you pick? I don't even remember. I had VT minus 17 and a half against ECU, so I turned out just oh. fine. Easy money. Easy it's money a, there. It's a dumpster fire down there. I mean, between the blowout losses and all the chlamydia, like I wouldn't go anywhere near Greenville. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. So... That put me up to two and one on the season. I don't remember who you picked. Oh crap! I don't remember either. But I was four and one in my in my pool pick, so I'm assuming I used one of those. Uh, of course you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who I picked last week. <laughs> I need to start writing that down. I did that last yeah. season, and I forgot to do that this time. So I think I picked Oklahoma State over Pitt. I think that was pretty much well, um, safe. Yeah. That was that was an easy one. Oklahoma State's good. Pitt is garbage, mm-hmm. hot garbage. Uh, who you got this week? Speaking of Pitt, uh, Georgia Tech minus seven and a half against Pitt. Um, Pitt's Pitt's shitty, like you said. Got destroyed last week. Georgia Tech or Georgia Tech is coming off an off week. Ooh, I can't talk. Georgia Tech is coming off an off week. Uh, they had a Hurricane game against UCF that got canceled. So, yeah, extra week for Georgia Tech and Pitt not knowing how to football. Uh, I don't see how that's not an easy cover. So. I really like that game. I saw that line, too. And that was one of mine that I almost jumped on. Uh, I have mine. Mine's going to be a question for you. Okay. I really liked Tennessee giving 26 to... UMass. I feel um, like Tennessee is going to take the frustrations of that nonsense Florida game out on UMass, even though they're probably starting that freshman quarterback. Give me your give me your Tennessee minus twenty six lowdown here. Uh, I mean, they should take them to the woodshed, but Tennessee's defense is good. The well, <laughs> it can be when it wants to be. Right. Um, they've got some coaching issues. But uh, UMass shouldn't be a problem. Uh, Tennessee's biggest issue is they have no quarterback. Um, yeah. John Kelly, running back, is a – I mean, he's a man. If he played for – I'm sure of the fact that if he played for Alabama, he'd be a Heisman candidate. <laughs> um, which is the befuddling part of the Florida game where they had a first and goal from the one and threw three times. 
when Kelly had ran all over for it all day. Anyway, I don't want to get into a Butch Jones hate fest, but um, <laughs> I mean that that seems safe. I, I get worried when it gets to like twenty four and up on spreads because right, you never know if somebody's going to take the foot off the gas. But I think it should be safe. Right. Um, I, I like. I have a couple others that I that I picked this week too. I like Virginia Tech twenty six and a half over ODU. Hokies are. They're clicking right now. What is it, 26 and a half? Yeah, 26 and a half. Carolina just put 50-some on ODU. You know, I I like that one. I think that one's pretty good. The other two are Wake Forest, minus four and a half over App State. At App State. You like Wake? I, I like Wake, yeah. So I, I mean, debated I think, on the app for that. I think, you know, you can see it if you go by recent history, but Wake Forest was playing really well. Right. And they're playing. They don't. Surprisingly, they don't beat themselves. So, you know, looking forward to our game in Winston Salem. It's concerning to me. I think Wake Forest is actually a decent team. So I like Wake Forest over App State. Auburn minus 19 over Missouri. Missouri's awful. And you know, Florida two and a half over Kentucky. I know Kentucky just beat South Carolina, but Florida wins that game if Kentucky's quarterback doesn't run all over them. And South Carolina lost uh, Debo Samuel, who had a gazillion yards against us. Right. You know, and he was their, their Heisman hopeful. Hurt his leg, hurt his knee, something. He went down. I like Florida in that game. Florida's defense is good. You know, I think offensively they're starting to figure it out. But, you know, defensively they're, they're tough. Another one I really like is uh, Arkansas plus three at A&M. And we need to talk about A&M and Kevin Sublin or someone because what the hell, man. Yeah, so Arkansas, that was an interesting one. They played – they had TCU beat, and they blew that game at the end, and then haven't really, they haven't really seen anything since. But, you know, that'll be that, – that's an interesting one. And A&M, like, who the hell knows? What, what happened, dude? Like, I, I don't know. Like, that guy goes from being on everybody's short list at Houston to just – He's gonna be gone. I mean, he's probably gonna be gone next week. At some point, if they lose this game, I'd be surprised if he gets canned. I, I, mean, I, it, I honestly just kind of an awful fit. A and M with the SEC move instantly became one of the best jobs in the country. Yeah, because you have absolutely the Texas talent with the SEC banner, and he's not winning with that. That's a problem. And Texas has been down. Texas is down. Baylor's down. Yeah, like there's you know, no excuse. There's no. the entire state is not very good other than TCU, and there's no reason that he shouldn't be in year four or five down there. That he shouldn't be better than they are. Yeah, I, I I'm not sold. I, I thought he was a great coach a couple of years ago, but he's yeah. completely turned me away. I don't understand. I don't know what it is. I'd love to. I wish we had a Texas A&M insider here. I'd love to know what the what the deal is down there. I think that's fascinating. It's a it's a mess. They're not good. But that, that's a, that'd be an interesting game. Is that at Arkansas or at A&M? It's at A&M. Actually, it's in uh, Arlington, at AT&T Stadium, so the Cowboys Stadium. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know enough about that game. I I wouldn't touch that one. But that's just me. A&M can't fight out of a wet paper bag. That's my my bet with that. That and then if I was taking a random on anything else, uh, Alabama minus 19 against Vanderbilt. 
Yeah, that one feels kind of safe. I think that one's, I think that one's extremely low because Alabama struggled with Colorado State for a while there. Yeah, but they always turn it on in conference. Yeah, I think so too. I think you can see that game being forty-two seven or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 42-17. under is only like forty-three or something like that. So I think Alabama is pretty that. interesting there too. But yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. I don't even. I'm not even betting this week. So. Yeah, I didn't like a lot of the lines this week. I just went through them earlier today. None, none of them really stood out to me as like these are, these are sure things. So I'm with you. Not not super confident. Yeah, I wouldn't. But I'm going to Vegas next weekend. So. Oh, dude! Last minute Vegas trip, eighty six bucks. I'm, yeah, I was super. Jealous. Y'all jump on that round trip, eighty six dollars. I did go on and pay uh, a twelve dollar a leg upgrade to get an aisle seat after that. So it ended up being like a hundred and ten total. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, so um, that's the only reason I'm not. What about the Boston College Clemson spread at 35 points? Ah, so well, let's just get into it. Let's give me your your top four. Um, I'm still going to go Alabama one, Oklahoma two, Clemson three, and USC four. And I know oh, you're going to say, how is Clemson not one or two? I still – I didn't believe in Louisville before this game, and I don't believe in them now. <laughs> it's that simple. I, I They were overrated. It's all Lamar Jackson. The O-line is trash, just like we talked about. The defense is mediocre at best. I'm not on the Louisville train at all. I Man. Know I was. So, Even so, <laughs> like – my top four. Clemson is my number one. They're defending national championship champions, and they have proven it in the last two weeks between whipping Auburn or beating Auburn and whipping Louisville. Despite how you feel about Louisville, you're number one until somebody beats you. I mean, I think, man, they I thought they looked so good. <laughs> you know, top to bottom, they they made Lamar Jackson run scared. I mean, it was. Uh, that, was, that was really impressive. I didn't know what to say, man. Clemson looks really good. See, I wasn't wasn't impressed with Louisville. I wasn't impressed with Auburn either. You know, them beating them. Auburn only beat Mercer twenty four to ten this past week. Oh, I'm not super impressed with Auburn either. Yeah, so right? that win is not important to me. I don't think Louisville's going to be. I, I I don't think they're that good of a team. I. The, the Lamar Heisman repeat talk should be done with. That's over. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the team around him to get it again. Uh, they're worse this year than they were last year. So, I agree. I, I really just think Clemson earned that spot for me. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, that and then uh, I watched some of that Alabama Colorado State game, and you know Alabama's got their they got their own issues, man. They're not um, invincible by any means. Oh, they're not. So I, but if I look for the best one of the year so far, it's Alabama over Florida State. Uh, they beat Florida State twenty-four to seven, number yeah. one versus number three. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the numbers, I, I would send Oklahoma over Ohio State. That would have been so. I'm going to go Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and I'm going to put Oklahoma State at number four. Mm. Mm. They're another team that looks you. <laughs> 
You don't want to play Oklahoma State right now. No. I don't think anybody does. They dismantled Pitt with no effort whatsoever. So I, I really like what I see from from the fighting mullets down there. The biggest, uh, looking at the poll, the biggest blunder to me is Penn State being as high as they are. Yeah, that was that's still based on their win over USC last year. Yeah, because their best, their only win against a, you know, a power team this year is thirty three fourteen against Pitt. Yeah, which should have been more if Pitt's as bad as we think they are. I, I don't understand why they're up there. Um, I, they might be undefeated at the end of the season, but that's just because of the shit that the Big Ten is. So, right. Yeah, I think part of that has to do with. Uh, they have two Saquon Barkley and the the quarterback. I can't remember his name at the moment, but yeah, they're air quotes Heisman hopefuls. And I think they're getting a lot of got a lot of love for that. But again, Big Ten got to prove something to me. Right. They're yeah, they're down right now. That's my thing. Uh, and then looking on down, I think the best game of the week is uh, Mississippi State and Georgia. I think that'll be a good one. And that's a perfect segue into everybody's favorite segment, <laughs> the Matt Canada Watch. There it is. So, uh, our, our great white neighbor to the north had a rough rough go of it this past week. Uh, Mississippi State just tore LSU up 37-7. to um, Offense wasn't good. Defense was even worse. But they were balanced with 137 yards in the air and 133 on the ground. <laughs> yes, those low numbers. And uh, there's one dude on Twitter that he, I don't know, he hates me for some reason. So anytime I'm wrong about something, he just jumps, oh, I thought you said this, blah, blah, blah. I'm not wrong about Matt Canada. They had a bad game. Uh, I think Mississippi State is a lot better than anybody realized they were. They're well coached. And there's, <laughs> there's, there's them being well coached. And then there's the Orgeron factor. And... He's a great story. I hope he does well. But when has he ever proven himself? Yeah. I mean, so are you just putting this one on, on Coach O? Or are you giving I'm him not that Canada pass I'm, here? I think Mississippi State's good. Um, yeah, they are. And I don't know. I, I don't know. A lot of the listeners out here for our podcast hate the SEC. Um, yeah. But I watch a lot of SEC football, and their defenses are really good. Um, you can have teams that regularly score 40 points and come out and they're in a 13-10 game the next week. So one game is not a deciding factor on that at all. Um, Yeah. It happens. There's, there's, you have bad games. So I got, I have a couple LSU friends uh, that I grew up with and I randomly hear from them because of the Matt Canada connection. And I got a text message from one of them and said, F Canada. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not talking about the country. <laughs> and I didn't watch the game, and I saw the score, and I just asked what, what happened. And he said, you know, basically there was no offense. He went on to say, overall the worst LSU loss of my adult life. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and uh, I don't think that's – he's speaking hyperbole there. I think he was genuinely pissed. Yeah, but I don't know why he wasn't pissed off with their defense either. So Yeah, and defense gave up way too many points, yeah. but the offense wasn't – didn't help him out either. I think that was the concern. But uh, Mississippi State is surprisingly good. I think this year they're going to 
It'll be interesting to see what that Georgia game is. I think they're going to Georgia. I think they're three-point dogs or something. Yeah. It's, you know, not surprising, though, that Matt Canada once again gets whipped by Mississippi State. I mean, that I think there was some familiarity there. Yeah. But I, I really think, um, I don't know, Dan Mullen's a hell of a coach, I think. Dan Mullen's a great coach. He's yeah. going to be the next Notre Dame coach I would if they have any sense. I have a Dan Mullen, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, if I had to pick Dan Mullen or Orgeron, I'm taking Dan Mullen. So, um, yep, agreed. I, I'm I'm really interested to see how it works down there. Not Canada aside, I just I'm not convinced that 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 guy can be a head coach. So, um, and they yeah. were great when he took them over. So, yeah, I, they they looked good early on, and I thought they might. You know, I thought I thought they looked good enough to win that game, but. Uh, that's mostly me underestimating Mississippi State. Mississippi State just just dismantled them. So, yeah. and it's this isn't the talent level of LSU is not where it was back when they were competing with the West or for the West with Alabama every year either. Um, yeah, it's not there. Their defense should be better than their offense. Um, LSU hasn't had a good quarterback in years. So, right. Uh, who was that? That big dude that was a quarterback down there. Um, Jamarcus Russell was the last <laughs> good quarterback play they had, and of course that didn't transition to Sunday. But uh, I don't I know. mean, it's they're an interesting yeah. team. They are, I, I, and I enjoy this. this is my favorite segment, and enjoy watching <laughs> enjoy watching them now. It'll be interesting. I'd love to see what, and I, and I can't wait to see what Matt Cannon tries to dial up against Alabama. That would be. I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, there again, people are going to be like, "Oh, well, he didn't do shit about it against Alabama." Well, who does? So right. Yeah. Um, we'll see how creative he gets. So, I told my LSU friend, and it's the same thing. I, I think it applies here that Matt Cannon tends to outthink himself. You know, he always wants to be the smartest man on the field, and a lot of times that leads to them getting away from what they're good at i.e. not giving Jalen Samuels the ball at Virginia Tech, you know, those sorts of things. And I don't know the LSU um, personnel, but I would imagine it was something similar to that. It would just seem to be, uh, you know, the the MO that we've seen from Canada there. We'll see how they rebound this week, but uh, that's interesting, uh, interesting thing to watch, I think, throughout this year. Very good. We should take Canada watch on the the road on November 18th because LSU plays in Knoxville. Oh, yes, we need to do that. <laughs> Go to a Tennessee game, cheer for Matt Canada. Yes. It'll be great. <laughs> Just wear Matt oh Canada shirts. I'm wear a Canadian flag. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> so. uh, but that's all I got. Uh, interesting week. Hopefully, I think we'll know a lot about the state this week after Florida State. Yeah. Good or bad, indifferent. I, I think we'll have enough data to understand what we're going to see the rest of the year. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I was saying earlier. I don't want to say this is a season, but this is a good uh, barometer for the rest of the yeah. season. So. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening as always, and go Pack. Go Pack.